I'm Bob, and I collect stamps. Welcome back. This is Bob Collects Stamps. I'm Bob. One of the many ways you can organize a stamp collection is by the topic of the image on the stamp. Americans call these topical collections. British and others refer to them as thematic. Though they usually mean the same thing in American exhibiting, they are very different. Like many English words that keep us apart, you can pick which one you prefer as long as you can define it, if you get a confused looks from somebody else. Topical collections can reflect just about any subject. They can be very broadly defined or very narrowly defined. What's best about it is that you, the collector, decides what gets in and what stays out of your topical collection. Topical collections can cover any subject, and most stamps can be included in more than one topic. A penny red with Queen Victoria on it could be included in topics such as queens, cameo images, people looking left, or red stamps. A penny black stamp could be included in all but that last category, but you could add the category of black stamps or first issues of nations. The penny black is the first adhesive postage stamp ever, so of course it's a first of the nation. Austria issued a stamp with the statue of King Arthur on it in 1974, and that could be kept in collections of statues, artists, kings, and legendary people. Stamps like the halfpenny U.S. stamp of Nathan Hale could be in collections of portraits, brown stamps, revolutionary figures, spies, or how about people who have been hanged? Transportation is a commonly collected topic. A steam locomotive stamp might be in a transportation collection or a railroad collection, or, if appropriate, a collection of stamps picturing smoke. Ships, cities, and anniversary collections could be home to a stamp like the New York 300th Anniversary Stamp. Minerals are also a popular topic choice. Such a collection could be as broad as geology or as narrow as amethyst crystals. How do you house such a collection? There are no regular albums for most topics you might collect. You might find someone has put together pages on your topic that you can print out, but more likely, you're on your own. I keep my topical collections in a couple of ways. Binders can house pages of stamps. These pages can be blank or quadril pages, or anything really. I keep butterfly stamps on such pages with quadrils on it so I can keep the stamps aligned. You can leave the pages blank and write any information on them by hand, or you can generate special pages using some specialty software or a simple word processor or desktop editing software like InDesign or Publisher. If you want boxes around your stamps, you may have to do a lot of measuring and testing to get the boxes the right sizes. I just started doing this with some of my stamps. I will be printing mine on 65 pound light cardstock. It's a good weight to keep things from bending in the albums. I've also got archival sheet protectors, so I don't have to punch holes in these pages and can just take them out if I want to put them into an exhibit. At this point, I'm still just dreaming I can put an exhibit together, but I'm working toward a couple of small ones. If you want more flexibility to housing your stamps, you can also use stock books or pages. I keep a couple of topics this way. 
In these collections, my write-ups, when I do them, are on paper slipped between the stock pages, or if I'm just putting in catalog numbers, a small piece of paper slipped in with the stamps. As far as my own topical collections, as I mentioned, butterflies is one topic, and fish, mostly freshwater, is another. I don't have a lot of stamps in those topics, but I'm hoping to expand them. Actually, I'm actively expanding my fish stamps right now, I pick up butterflies now and then. My first love, though, is birds. My first word was owl, and I love birds ever since. So much that I've worked as an ornithologist. But there are over 30,000 stamps with birds on them. How could it be possible to collect them all? For almost all of us, it isn't. So we narrow our focus. We may collect parrots. We might collect shorebirds. These are less common on stamps than parrots, Maybe, depending on whether you include gulls or not. You might pick up birds from a single continent. Africa is a great place for this. I have decided for now to focus my future bird collecting on Australia. That country has issued around 500 stamps with birds on them, and that's a perfectly manageable number of stamps to collect. A lot of them are kookaburras, a lot more are emus, but I like both. There are other birds on Australian stamps, of course. Some of my favorite birds are waxbill finches, including the crimson finch. And my favorite bird to keep as a pet, zebra finches. I can't keep birds as pets anymore, so this will have to do. Of course, focusing on Australia doesn't stop me from still wandering the world. Among others, a semi-abstract Papua and New Guinea bird of paradise stamp caught my eye recently. And for a few cents, added to another order. It was mine and I'll probably be picking up Australian birds like cockatoos on stamps from other countries. But that's the fun of a topical collection. You define it. You make it your own personal collection, and no two collections are likely to be the same. One way to start a topical collection is by looking over the stamps you have. See what catches your eye. Do you find those stamps, or even many of those stamps, have something shared among their designs? you have the startings of a topical collection. Now you know. At some point, for more information on collecting topical stamps, you can take a look at the websites of the American Topical Association or the British Thematic Association. Keep collecting. Collect what you want. Don't follow anybody else's rules, except have fun and take care of yourself and your stamps. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.